You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It is Sunday, January 21st. We just witnessed the end of the Buccaneers and Detroit Lions divisional round game, and we now know who the 49ers are going to be playing in the NFC Championship game, and that is the Detroit Lions. Man, what an interesting game. I mean, both of these teams, it was like a chess match to start. It was 10-10 tied going into halftime. Third quarter ended still tied, and it was an explosion of points. Uh, in the fourth quarter with the Detroit Lions putting up 14 points then, and they pretty much sealed their fate to go to the NFC Championship game uh, with the right to have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. 31-23, Detroit Lions take it home. I have one initial thought, okay? I'm very glad that next week's game will be played in Santa Clara because those Detroit fans were going crazy, as they should. I mean, they they have a lot to cheer for with this team, but holy cow, like, they were so loud. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to that game being far, far away from Detroit and and being in Santa Clara, which, by the way, as of right now, uh, doesn't seem like rain is in the forecast for that game next week. So this is big. I know as 49er fans, like we were kind of rooting for the Bucks to win that game because the 49ers beat the Bucks earlier in the season. We were like, man, this is the easier opponent of the two. But if you want to have a chance to compete in the Super Bowl, you got to play the best. I want to play the best. If the Detroit Lions are the better team out of the Bucks and the Lions, I want the Bucks. I don't really care who the 49ers have to win to get to the Super Bowl. If the 49ers are the team that we think that they are, I mean, th- those are the two teams deserving to be in the NFC Championship game, and I want the 49ers to be the better of the two and show me and prove that they are the better of the two and deserve to be in the Super Bowl. But let's see. Let's see some of these comments here. Let me know what you guys think about this matchup. I'm very curious. You guys, I, I just gave you my thoughts. But before uh, this Chiefs-Bills game, we're going to talk for a bit, talk about how we feel about this matchup. Let me know in the comments what you guys think. Shout out everyone that's in the live chat right now. And shout out the new subscribers because – hit my goal of 2,900 subscribers yesterday after the game. So thank you so much for the support. Um, CarCast says both their running backs are with thousand yard guys. Yeah. Talking about the lions, both David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs is a dog, man. I'm a fan of Gibbs. He's an explosive runner. Montgomery is like the opposite. He's like this really, you know, tough guy to bring down. He's your, you know, you, you look at him and you like, this is like a goal line back. This is a short yardage back, but don't be fooled. David Montgomery as well is just as capable of getting a big run. I gotta say, I gotta say watching that game. It's so clear. The lions offensive line is nails. They're good. They are good. I would not be surprised to see another game next week where the 49ers pass rush cannot get home because the Lions offensive line for the for much of that game kept Jared Goff clean. And that's, you know, when you look at the pass 
games that the 49ers have faced against Jared Goff when he was with the Rams, what was what was the thing that always worked? Getting pressure on him, getting him rattled. All those things worked when he was the quarterback of the Rams. But when you look at Jared Goff behind this Lions offensive line, they're legit. They're they're gonna keep him clean, I think, much of the game. And so it's gonna be, I think, going into it, just an early thought I have. It's gonna be up to the 49ers secondary to to really stop these guys. And they got a lot of playmakers not just their running backs who you know as Carcast mentioned here two 1,000 yard running backs this season they also have Sam Laporta who is a dog at tight end they have uh St. Brown who's a dog at wide receiver he's still rocking the blue hair let's let's fix that <laughs> you know uh, but they got a lot of playmakers Reynolds as well Josh Reynolds they also have Craig Reynolds they got two Reynolds um and so those are guys who, you know, we saw we saw one of them get that goal line carry on fourth and one. Uh, they got Ben Johnson, who's getting a lot of, you know, attention as a head coach candidate because he's he's called a really great offense for, you know, this Lions team all season. And he definitely deserves to get that recognition. Um, but, yeah, this is. You know, going going into the playoffs, I think the two teams that I was like most nervous about were the Lions and the Rams. And I hate to use the word nervous because I'm not like that's not the right word, but just like cautious. So let's use that word, cautious. The two teams I was most cautious of for the 49ers going into it were the Rams and the Lions. And for different reasons. For the Rams, it's because the Rams know the 49ers so well. Um that anything can happen, you know. And as far as the Lions go, the 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 Lions match up pretty well with the 49ers, I think. And they haven't faced each other this year. So there's a lot of unknowns. They're going to be going up against each other for the first time this season. We we really don't know what that's going to look like. So for that reason, I'm, I'm a little like cautious about this matchup. But like I said, if the 49ers want to get to the Super Bowl, you want to play the best. And the Ram- I mean, the Lions are the the better of the teams that were remaining. And so as a fan of football, you know, this is what you got to want, right? Yeah. So let's, let's get some of these other comments here. Little heater says heard a lot about how Detroit players play dirty with our injuries recently. Should we worry? Should I start praying now, man? Well, I, you know, <laughs> that's interesting because I saw a lot of bucks players go out with injury in this game. Uh, a few of them, and that kind of hurt them in the end. They had two guys in their secondary, Jamel Dean, um, and I, I forget the other dude that that had an exit, but he was in their secondary, and you know that ended up playing a role in the Bucks' defense not being able to stop them down the stretch. Um, the good thing for the 49ers is that you know it was really only Debo's injury that they sustained yesterday in that game. And, you know, the early reports is that Debo Samuel is okay and he has a chance to play next week. Sigh of relief from all us 49er fans, right? Um, But, yeah, as far as Detroit players, you know, maybe doing some things to make it easier on themselves to win the game, uh, I don't know. Something, you know, if that's something that they do, I would hope the 49ers coaches look at that throughout the week um watch out for it but at the same time there's really only so much you can do to like 
prevent injuries if you're playing against a team that's you know looking looking for blood so to speak um but yeah i mean definitely a bit of a concern i guess but hopefully it's a it's a clean game of football it definitely depends on the refs right um hopefully we get a good team of refs calling that game and if there's anything dirty they they call it like it's supposed to be called Teddy Belcher says, I feel chin ching, bling bling, money, money, dollar, dollar. I'm a, okay, we got a Rams fan in the house. You feeling great about this matchup? I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, Peter Lee says, let's not forget Kirby Joseph is a dirty tackler with the low hits on opponents, knees and legs, lines being dirty. Yeah, so, I mean, a couple of you guys pointing that out. So definitely, you know, something the 49er fan, I mean, the 49ers have to look out for, uh, especially – like there's been a lot of teams or just like whispers and things we've heard of, you know, people wanting to maybe take some dirty hits on Christian McCaffrey. You know, we heard last week, the the radio host talking about if you get a penalty on Brock Purdy, it's fine. As long as it's worth it. I mean, so the 49ers are no strangers to, I guess, people coming after their players, but definitely not what you want to see in an NFC championship game i mean we know the feeling all too well <laughs> after what happened last year right so um carcast says they lost their starting left guard jonah jackson we will see his injury status yeah so just another thing to keep an eye on i mentioned the bucks injuries in in this game the lions had a few offensive linemen go down to their left guard jonah jackson something we'll keep an eye on throughout the week but also uh Ragnall, their their center was in and out of the game. He, I mean, props to him because he stuck with it and he was in there uh, till the very end. So obviously it was fine enough for him to finish this game. He was writhing in pain at some point, still was sticking with it. Uh, but, you know, some of these things, they they tend to, I don't know, they, they tend to worsen and, and feel a little worse after a game, after the adrenaline wears off a little bit. So we're going to have to see if that's the case uh, with Ragnall. But that's just, you know, two offensive linemen for the Lions who went down. That's that's pretty big, right? So thankfully for the 49ers, only dealing with the Debo Samuel injury right now. And Clint Farrell was placed on injured reserve yesterday. So he's, he doesn't have any chance to come back in these playoffs. But yeah, Heinz says uh, Niners D-line versus Gibbs and Montgomery. I mean, clearly that's that's your key, right? Like, you you better stop Gibbs and Montgomery. Of course, that's easier said than done. The key to the game for the 49ers yesterday uh, going up against the Packers was stop Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones had 108 yards rushing, right? So definitely the 49ers are going to have to be more disciplined. You know, it, it's going to be a group effort to stop the run. And if you can – if you can go up against Jared Gro- Jared Goff without him having like that running game to lean on, I mean that's that could probably open things up for the 49ers. But again, easier said than done. But obviously, that's the early key to the game for the 49ers uh, next week. Hines says Ambry versus Amon Ra, another bad matchup. I mean, in the regular season, I felt good about Ambry Thomas, man. After the bye week, like he was he was playing well. I just don't know what happened yesterday. He just looked lost. He just looked like he didn't have confidence in himself. And that really, that's alarming. That's alarming in the playoffs, no less, because 
you're going up against some of the best in the league. Like every single week from here on out, it's only going to get tougher. So if I'm the Lions, yeah, I'm looking to match up. I'm on Raw, Sam Laporta, whoever, with Ambry Thomas because Ambry Thomas showed that he's going to commit a penalty <laughs> if he doesn't feel uh, confident on the play, which like yesterday he just didn't look confident. So, yeah. That's a concern. That's an early concern for sure. Ambry Thomas uh, for the secondary. Not that the 49ers have any other option. I mean, the other option is Isaiah Oliver. And I don't think any of us want to see that. So Steve Wilkes needs to hype up Ambry Thomas, you know, bring him off to the side, say, hype him up. I don't know. Whatever you got to do to get his confidence back um, and hope that he's better against the Lions because, yeah, the Lions, I'm sure, are going to come after him. Ben Johnson, I mean, any offensive coordinator looks to target the weak link of any defense. And right now for the 49ers, it's Ambry Thomas. So, yeah, there's something to keep an eye on. Dawn uh, asked me what's going on, Dawn. She says, how do you feel about this game? Um, I mean, I early I just feel like it's the two best remaining teams of the NFC. And, and like I said, like if the 49ers are as good as we have felt they are this whole season, they're going to take care of business. Now at the same time, like yesterday's game didn't really go the way I anticipated, but also at the same time, you look at how the Bucks gave it to the lions, you know, in this game and they held on for as long as they did. Um, I really feel like, you know, teams step up in in the playoffs. That's just what happens. And so the Bucks, regardless of the record that they had going into the year, um, oh, going into the playoffs, I should say, they were nine and eight, and they gave it to a twelve and five team. So really, nothing mattered. Whatever happened in the regular season does not matter now. Okay, so I, I'll just say like two of the best teams going in the NFC Championship game, um, and yeah, I mean. It's nerve-wracking for sure. I think the Lions match up really well with what the 49ers do. Um, I did see, like a Packers fan yesterday told me on Twitter that the Lions have a worse pass defense than the Packers do. I'd have to check if that's like accurate, but that's what they told me, so I don't know. Um, and so maybe that means, you know, Brock Purdy could have a better day. But Aiden Hutchinson going up against Colton McKivitz. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Those spin moves going to have Colton McKivitz in hell. It's going to have me and Brock Purdy and all the rest of us in hell because we're going to have to witness it. Um, but hopefully the 49ers have an answer to stop um, Aiden Hutchinson because in the past, I feel like the 49ers have done a good, when there's like one obvious guy that you have to focus on stopping, I feel like they've, They've done a good job of like helping that side and helping Colton McKivitz. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like that matchup at all. As a whole, though, like I feel good, I guess. <laughs> we'll see how this week goes. Um, you know, I think I'm gonna get nervous, I'm gonna get confident, I'm gonna get nervous again, and then I'm gonna get confident and then nervous again. That's how it's gonna go uh this week. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, eight sacks and four games. Yeah, Colton McKivitz is gonna have his hands full uh, against him. So I really I'm not liking that matchup early on for the 49ers. Um, it's Seamus says, I'm really hoping Amber Thomas redemption tour gets back on track. Yesterday looked like a huge regression. Huge, Seamus. 
I, I mean, huge. The confidence that he had, you know, from from the bye week on, just disappeared. I, I don't know what happened to Ambry Thomas, but he he needs to find his confidence uh, real quick. Carlos says, "What's up, Carlos?" He said, "Pass rush needs to be better to take pressure off secondary." I got news for you, Carlos. This Lions offensive line is really good. So again, like I said earlier, I, I really. If it's another, it might be one of those games where the pass rush does not get home again because this Lions offensive line is pretty good. But two injuries on the Lions offensive line, we could keep an eye on throughout the week. Um, so we'll just have to keep an eye on that. Um, Rick Diaz, what's going on, man? Um, he he asked, do you think they're going to play better next Sunday? I hope they do. Talking about the 49ers. Yeah, I hope the 49ers do too. I mean, I think... The Packers gave it to them, so I think they know they got to step their game up in in many facets. But if I'm the Lions and I see what Aaron Jones was able to do against this defense, you know I feel pretty good. One thing about the Packers is they kind of stopped running the ball towards the end of the game, um, and that you know obviously that fell in the 49ers' favor, and they kind of put the ball in you know Jordan Love's hands, and he ended up making a mistake at the end. I don't know if. You know, the Lions are really going to do that. You saw to the very end, Jameer Gibbs was involved in the game plan, and he's explosive with the ball in his hands. Um, he's really shifty. He's quick. Uh, so it, if our defensive guys, you know, take bad angles or, you know, not good in their gap discipline and all that, it could be a long day um, for the 49ers. But we got another game to – uh, check in the coming moments here, Chiefs, Bills. Um, so I'm going to let you guys check that out. Just want to make sure that I get a couple of these comments here. Get, Gabriel says, definitely going to have to chip Hutchinson or give McKivitz help because that's one hell of an assignment. Ex- exactly. Like, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, we've seen this before. Like, Colton McKivitz going up against <laughs> some really good pass rushers. And, I mean, the 49ers usually have – sometimes we'll for the most part we'll be able to you know chip him give him some help uh so they're gonna have to do that again because yeah Hutchinson's gonna give him some problems I already know and like we saw like Brock Purdy needs time to find open guys he needs to be kept clean um more or less that was kind of an issue yesterday I mean he was kept clean but at the same time the secondary was doing their job uh, and so you had Brock Purdy kind of hesitating a little bit. And that's that's what you don't want next week. So um, we'll see, man. Um, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, BZE says the weather helped the Packers last night. As of right now, 70s clear sky Sunday. Yeah, exactly. I mentioned that earlier in the show. And if, not just for the weather factor, uh, but also for the fact that the line, the De- Detroit was rocking um, in that game right now. And so I am glad that this game is going to be played in Santa Clara. You know, the faithful got to show up and have Levi's rocking. So they get that advantage um, going into it. But yeah, this is going to be an interesting week. I, I can't wait to talk about it. Like I said, going to be another great week of content. So make sure you guys keep it locked on the channel. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I go live all the time. Lots of great shows this week. Um, and we're going to dive into 
all of these matchups that I mentioned. But for now, enjoy the Chiefs and Bills game. I think the Bills are going to pull this one out. The game's in Buffalo, so let's see if I'm right. Let's see. Um, but enjoy the rest of your Sunday, folks. I'm going to be back with uh, Weston Smith tomorrow, our regular scheduled time. So make sure you guys tune in. But for now, peace.